What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to episode number 252 of the Smartout Moments Smack Talk podcast. This is the Hot Tags edition, where we're going to be breaking down some of the different things that have happened over the past couple of days in the world of pro wrestling and some different news, rumors, interesting topics, whatever we want to talk about that's off on its own little world in its own little island like that. And who's going to be talking tonight? Well, I am your host, Tony Mango, and joining me on the panel is Kaylin Ferris. What's up, Doc? Can we rock? Yes. Also, Let's your uh, prescription's in. Nice, thanks. And the diagnosis is positive. Is that good or bad? Bad, right? Yeah, because sure. negative would be that you don't have something. Prognosis negative. <laughs> that was making me think of Seinfeld, actually. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing with George, and he's like, negative, oh my god, and they're like... <laughs> Is it lupus? <laughs> God damn it, Seinfeld's such a good show. Everybody, if you don't watch Seinfeld, go back and check out that show. It's so goddamn good. Well, before you check out that show, you should listen to our show. That's what we're going to be doing today. <laughs> As I mentioned, it's the Hot Tags. If you haven't been following us for a little while, you should know now by just looking at the way that we're presenting this. We're separating things going forward, unless something changes when it comes to that, but Hot Tags on its own. A little bit later on this week, I'm going to be giving you guys the Ask Him and the Rest Hold and all the other things like that. And then a little bit later on as well, we're going to be doing our predictions for the uh, upcoming Clash of Champions pay-per-view, so that's why you're not seeing this all uploaded in one shot. Figure it's kind of easier that way you guys can digest one little podcast here and there instead of having like two hours of content just beating you over the head in the middle of nowhere. And uh, hopefully you guys agree. If you don't, then leave me comments below and tell me what you think. And if you do, tell me what you think anyway, because I like when people stroke my ego, amongst other things, especially if you're cute. Oh, boy. <laughs> All <laughs> right. So let's get into the hot tags of the week. Let's do it. All right. We got a couple different things about tournaments. Lots of classic things going on now. We just had the end of the Cruiserweight Classic, and now there are two other things that are in the works. One of them is the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic is returning. That's going to be episodes of NXT going forward, and it's going to culminate at NXT TakeOver Toronto. They haven't specified exactly what the brackets are yet, but spoiler alerts for the people that don't want to know anything about that happened with NXT. Uh, we've got the Authors of Pain defeated the Bollywood Boys, the ones from the uh, Cruiserweight Classic, uh, Gurf and Harv, I think, were their names? Sira. The Revival defeated Cedric Alexander and Andrade Cien Almas, who eventually turned heel on Cedric Alexander. So they're starting a feud between those two. Although I'm thinking right now that we're going to somehow tie into No Way Jose versus Andrade instead. A little bit more on that uh, a couple weeks from now. Alexander Wolf and Sawyer Fulton, they have been revealed as NXT's Sanity, along with Nikki Storm and Erica Young. And uh, they defeated Bobby Roode and Ty Dillinger, which makes a lot of sense that they ended up doing the tag team of Glorious and Perfect Ten. thought that's great. I like it. And uh, TM61, who I still just, I don't think, they're really that great. Defeated Tino Sabatelli and Riddick Moss. So we're going to get into NXT's uh, Sanity Group in a little bit, um, right when we're tying that into uh, the talk about these different people. But first thoughts when it comes to the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Are you happy that it's returning? Yeah, I enjoyed it last year, and I I really was not expecting it to return at all. But the fact that they're bringing it back means... 
that it had a good reception among the crowd, I'm guessing. So I'm looking forward to it. You see what they bring to it different this time. You think it's a little weird that they're doing this Dusty Rhodes thing and Cody's got that whole, like, uh, edge against WWE right now? Well, that is weird because he was there uh, when they presented the trophy last time. It was both the brothers were there, right, presenting it? Yeah, and, like, the sisters and Brandy Mm -hmm. and all them. So it's, yeah, I'm interested to see how they do that. I'm sure they're probably still going to have gold dust, but we'll see if Cody's involved at all. I doubt it, but we'll see. See, I'm thinking that they won't even have gold dust. Yeah. Just kind of be like, well, we did that to uh, present the trophy, and now the trophy's in the Performance Center. They already showed that that's like got its own little uh, shrine, kind of. And just kind of go like, yeah, Dusty Rhodes, he was part of NXT, and fuck you if you don't want to be part of the company, that kind of thing. I think that's how they're going to go about it. Yeah, that makes sense, too. Now, the people that are involved, I don't know if it's just these eight teams or if it's more than that, and they just haven't gotten around to recording the episodes and stuff, because... We only have up until I think it's like October 10th or whatever is uh, what's been recorded so far. So we still have an entire month's worth of uh, tapings that we can get around. Although the tournament does have to wane down a little bit, so who knows how they're going to go about that. But uh, Bollywood Boys coming back, I thought that's kind of cool. I actually wanted them to return in some capacity as a tag team, so I'm cool on them. What do you think about Bollywood Boys? Not really too familiar with them. What can you tell me about them? I haven't been caught up with NXT lately. They're boys and they're from Bollywood. Hmm. Very interesting. (laughs) Uh, I'll have to uh, check out more. They're two people that were pretty interesting in the Cruiserweight Classic. They're two brothers that, I mean, with the gimmick called the Bollywood Boys, they kind of have that like sort of dance sort of thing going on with their entrances and stuff. But they're two Cruiserweights. They're just, they're flippy, uh, flippy, flippy stuff. So (laughs) based on that, I don't think they're winning. No, they already lost. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then I really don't think they're winning. <laughs> they lost to uh, the Authors of Pain, who I'm getting a little bit higher on, but I'm still not quite sold, 100%. And why is that? I think I need to hear them talk. I can't remember their names either. It's like, I, I always want to say Toka and Razar, because I know one of them's close to that, but those are two monsters from Ninja Turtles. <laughs> shit i don't remember their names but i i think they are bebop and rocksteady <laughs> my it should have been i they actually are my favorite team to win this right now and if they don't it could be either the revival or sanity um we already know that cedric alexander and uh andrade Amos lost to the revival and it would make sense to me if the tag team champions were in the finals or the winners but they haven't said that this is like for the championship so they could lose and just have like a title match separately, and that seems like that would be perfectly fine. Yeah, I don't think Revival right now, based on what I know, should win this because they don't really need it. They're already over. They're the tag team champions, and I think this should go to progress some other sort of story. So Sanity is relatively new, so help that push them to the next level maybe, or Authors of Pain take them up to the next level. So right now that's kind of where I'm leaning. Now with Sanity... That's Eric Young, Nikki Storm, although they're not involved in the tournament, Alexander mm-hmm. Wolf and Sawyer Fulton. I don't really know anything about Alexander Wolf. Are you familiar with him? No. He looks like a kind of tough guy, and that's all really that I have to say. Like, I, I got to see him do some stuff before I start going, he's shit or he's great or whatever. Sawyer Fulton, though, not uh, not a big fan of that guy. <laughs> 
He's been on my list of people that need to be released for, I think, two years straight. <laughs> He's not on the top of the list, though, is he? Well, I don't know. It depends if the top of the list is the people that should stay or the top is the people that should be released. Oh, shit, you're right. I don't know. Is it better to be on the top of the list to be released or the bottom of the list? <laughs> now we've come full circle. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Either way, he looks awkward in anything that he does. And his tag team with, um, blanking on his name, Angelo Dawkins, was just the shoot nation thing was awkward. And he started to do like, he like, he cut his hair differently and he's worn like checker kind of clothing and that looked awkward and he's just I don't know there's something off about him and I I don't really know exactly where they're going with this sanity thing I don't know if they're baby faces or heels I think that they're heels because it seems like that would be the way to go I'm guessing heels yeah but then again I'm looking at this tournament and I'm going we got the four teams that have moved on so far are the authors of pain definitely heels revival definitely heels sanity probably heels and TM61 like that's weird then again you know now that I'm thinking about it they did have babyface teams against babyface teams in this tournament last year yeah I was gonna say it's not too out of line I mean we've seen that kind of thing before hmm so who do you doesn't think, always uh, have to be babyface versus heel. It's nice to mix it up once in a while. Who do you think you got uh, winning this tournament? We got the Authors of Pain, Revival, TM61, Insanity. Somebody's going to win. I'm going to go with right now, based on what little I know of the tournament so far, just what you told me. Authors of Pain. I'm putting everything on Authors of Pain. See, I think there's one of two things that are going to happen here. Either Authors of Pain win, and this is like they're, they're kind of like coming out the way that they get pushed right to the top or they lose by DQ and then it ends up going to sanity. I could see authors of pain losing to the revival through some kind of bullshit where like revival are getting their asses kicked and then authors of pain, like take it too far and go past the five count or whatever and then Paul rings like, oh, they really should have won, and they were going to fucking destroy them and whatever, and it's bullshit that they're doing that. Because the Revival are the only teams that seemed like they would be the ones that actually get around the whole, like, uh, we squeaked by with a win that we didn't deserve. If TM61 ends up going up against them, then they just beat them. Then we got baby faces in the finals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would probably make more sense, actually, to have TM61 there, but... Not too high on them. I don't know. Maybe it's the name. Still reminds me of Pokemon. Which one was TM61? Do you remember? Oh, God damn. I don't remember. Uh, let's see if I can look this up real quick on Bulbapedia. I know that Miguel uh, made a joke about it recently. I think he said it was Will uh, Willow the Wisp, which is a move that I totally don't remember. You go past Gen 2 and you lost me, basically. Willow Wisp. Yeah. Willow Wisp. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, because he mentioned uh, a Jeff Hardy joke about it, yeah. Uh, I still like Thunderbolt. Fuck it. Thunderbolt, Ice Beam, Flamethrower, Psychic. Thunder's better than Thunderbolt, damn it. Accuracy, man. Power. (laughs) Accuracy versus power. What do you guys think? Leave those comments below. Uh, We have another tournament, though, that's going to be coming up possibly in early 2017 is what they're talking about. 
uh, they are thinking about having a women's tournament, kind of based off the Cruiserweight Classic. So you're going to bring in some women that are outside of the company and just do another, I'm assuming, 32, maybe 16 if they want to cut it short a little bit. And just have, you know, a, a big tryout, essentially, because they brought a lot of these people in from the Cruiserweight Classic. And I think that they're going to bring some more of them uh, later on down the line as well. So, first things first, women's tournament, yay or nay? Yay. I say bring in the talent. That way you can sift through them and find out who would work best on TV. You can keep the good ones. The other ones at least have some exposure out there. Uh, well, you know, exposure on TV. <laughs> I'm okay with either one, (laughs) depending on who they put in there. (laughs) And, you know, eventually, hopefully the best ones will make their way up to the main roster. So that'd be cool. So is there any people that stand out on the indies that you're aware of that you'd like to see brought into the mix? Gosh, right now, no one's got my mind. What do you got? I got a couple names. I tried to look up some people that I wasn't too familiar with, and a lot of them I just really didn't feel like checking out their matches and stuff. Some of the people, though, are in TNA, which means either, like, their deals can go up or maybe they can cross over. I don't know. I've heard some good things about Marty Bell, but I haven't seen her. Um, I still think that Madison Rain is in uh, TNA, and she's always been great. Velvet Sky, they could bring her in. She's good to a certain extent. Angelina Love, I think Blue Pants needs to return. She was great. Uh, Santana Garrett has been kind of hovering around NXT a little bit, so I think that she's pretty much a guarantee. Cheerleader Melissa, uh, Johnny Gargano's wife, Candice LeRae, and then I'm a little bit biased about one person, Brittany Blake, and uh, she has been wrestling for things around my area because she's actually from my hometown, and she actually uh, was a member of Fanboys Anonymous for a little bit. She's making uh, quite a bit of uh, momentum on the indies. I think we could see her popping up. And uh, Deanna Perrazzo, another person who's been wrestling around my area. She was part of OTW. You've seen her in NXT a little bit here and there. So a couple names that I'd be okay with seeing. I think it's a good idea. I think that having the women's tournament, what's the downside, you know? Exactly. Yeah, it's it's one thing. You threw a lot of names out there that I'm not familiar with, but... I'd be happy to check it out if they start airing that. So what did they say exactly when they're going to start this or is it just rumored right now? Right now it's just a rumor and the rumor was early 2017. So I'm assuming if they were to do this, they probably would either do it like after WrestleMania Mm -hmm. because it's kind of tough to do like the Royal Rumble, Fastlane, Roadblock, uh, build to road to WrestleMania. I'm sure they're going to do another NXT before – where is uh, WrestleMania next year? Orlando? Uh, I think it's Orlando. Because if they got the NXT TakeOver for Dallas, and then they had the one before yep, SummerSlam. Orlando. Yeah, so they'll probably have NXT TakeOver Orlando. So it's another thing to build towards. I'm assuming post-WrestleMania is the best time. Yeah. I'd be down with that. Some more women's talk here. Brandy Rhodes is going to TNA. She's going to actually be wrestling for them, not just doing like announcer work. Yeah, I heard about that. That's pretty cool opportunity for her. A little suspect about it, though. I don't know if she yeah. can actually perform. I guess we'll see. Well, whoever watches TNA will see. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not going to see <laughs> watching that crap. 
uh, hat off, uh, hats off to her though. She wanted to wrestle, and maybe this is the only way that she actually got a chance to. Hopefully, she ends up being good at it. Cause I don't wish any ill will on her. Gorgeous woman, talented in a lot of different ways. And fuck it, if TNA can end up getting some good stuff out of her, and she ends up having fun, awesome. There Shame are far worse future paid. endeavors. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there was rumors going around the past few days, although it seems like people are shutting them down now, that WWE and Sinclair were interested in buying TNA recently. Now, the reports are mostly from Dave Meltzer and sort of hit or miss when it comes to that, but it seems like it's all kind of coming around the same idea of WWE offering around like $4 million to get basically their tapes, and that's it. That's what I was going to say. I'm hearing conflicting reports. At first, they were saying uh, the dirt sheets were saying that they wanted to buy the whole company, and I didn't really put much stock into that. But then I heard it was, yeah, they were looking for the library. They wanted basically Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, things like that. They wanted to have some of their uh, earlier matches on the on the network on the library. So that's believable. I wouldn't doubt that. There's a couple people that I could see if they bought out contracts that they would be interested in, but not too, too many. I mean, the women, they could incorporate them into the tournament. That would be a decent way to do it. Maybe uh, this could be a way to get around the James Storm thing, because I still don't know if that's supposed to be a storyline or not, with him not having a contract. So then they bring him back in. I'm sure he would want to do that. But we've got... Cody Rhodes and them, like, uh, they probably would hate this idea because then it'd be like, God damn, I can't get away from them at all. Same thing with uh, <laughs> Damian Sandow. Same thing with supposedly Ryback and Del Rio if they end up going over there. But there's and not sure, too many I'm, people. I'm sure you probably saw this too. A lot of people fantasy booking online, talking about another invasion storyline angle with TNA. I really don't think that's ever going to happen. They can't. No, no way. There's not enough people. I mean, you can't have, say, Bram be like, oh, my God, Bram is going to fight John <laughs> Cena. Like, who the fuck is Bram at that point, you know? it's uh, they, they just can't work like that. You can have them do it an invasion in NXT, but you can't do it on the main roster. Plus, it would be weird of WWE not acknowledging that TNA exists at all for so many years, and all of a sudden, oh, look. It's our competitor invade. You know, no way. That's not going to work. No. And it's like, what are you going to do? You're going to bring the people that used to be in TNA and go back to it, like Samoa Joe and AJ Styles. They've all been like separating themselves and being like, no, 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 that shit was garbage. The hell with that. So they're mm -hmm. not going to be involved in that. So yeah, zero chance that that's happening. And I don't think that WWE is even going to be able to purchase the uh, the tape library. Because a lot of the other reports are saying that Billy Corgan is putting all of his money out there. He's buying everything to get, like, majority ownership, and he just wants to full, like, uh, control over the whole thing. It might be the best way to do it. I think so. I'd be interested to see what he can do if he had 100% control of everything. Couldn't be any worse. Yeah, that's the best way to look at it. It's like, well... You know, what do you do? You stick with uh, Dixie and you keep the same crap or you try something different. Either it's terrible or it's just the same or it's slightly better. So might as well try. Uh, Cesaro wants Samoa Joe's muscle buster move banned. What do you think about that? Should it be banned? 
Oh, this I had not heard. Um, who is he injured with it uh, recently? Tyson Kidd. Well, yeah, shit. <laughs> That's the main one. I, well, I was trying to think because well, that was a while ago, though. That was like over a year ago. Who? I don't think he's injured anybody else recently, right? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think. Mm. Damn, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. There's certain moves that maybe should be, but that one he's performed many, many, many times since. And I don't think he's injured anybody since then, has he, as far as I know. I can't remember any other instances. So at that point, I kind of think maybe it shouldn't be banned. Maybe it was just that, Tyson Kidd was slightly off or maybe he was already beaten up and that was just the one thing that broke the straw that broke the camel's back or something like that. But then again, I can kind of see an argument for it because it looks awkward. Looks brutal and it is, but I, you know, I, based on what I know, I don't think it should be banned. Now, if you were to say, any moves that were banned that should be brought back, do you think any of them should? Curb stomp. Oh, the curb stomp. Yeah, I forgot about that. I was going to say, I still think that the pile driver should. That's just too good of a move. It is. But I can understand why. Now, I think that they shouldn't keep doing the, uh, the Owen Hart one that happened with Steve Austin. That one is much, much more awkward. The normal one, though, that like Bret Hart used to do and shit, that's safe. And it's fun. Sam Punk did it. It was like the best thing that he did in the past five years. <laughs> uh, I want to talk one more time about Sanity just to kind of um, backtrack to that since it's like one of the bigger ones. But um, we already talked a little bit about Alexander Wolf and Sawyer Fulton, but we didn't really talk much about Nikki Storm and Eric Young. Is this the best way to go about using Eric Young? him in like a stable and being kind of like a nut job, I guess. I don't know. I mean, there's lots of ways you could go with this. I haven't seen, I didn't watch their debut. I'm going to need to go back and watch that. Oh, it hasn't aired yet. Oh, okay. When is that? Oh, wait, uh, I just found it. Uh, the 12th. I think it's the 5th, no. maybe. Okay. Okay. That's coming up. Cause I, yeah, I read that they had taped it, but I haven't seen it obviously since they haven't aired it. Uh, I'm not sure yet. I'm not going to pass judgment because it might work really well. Then again, it might be just awkward as fuck. So I'm going to have to wait to actually see how it works before I can really give my full opinion. So I kind of like the idea behind it. Although, again, we got to wait to see exactly what it is because I don't really know much about Nikki Storm. I don't really know anything about Alexander Wolf, and I don't like Sawyer Fulton. So maybe the group doesn't have really great uh, chemistry together or not, but... Eric Young on his own, I don't think I could really get that far behind, but if he's part of a tag team and he's kind of on like the lesser side of things, that could be a good way to utilize him and not have to put too much faith on him. I don't want to see him fighting for like the NXT championship in a month, that kind of stuff. No, that wouldn't make sense. So if this is a way to use him and not put that much foundation resting on his shoulders, cool. Totally up for trying it. Uh, one more hot tag to talk about, though. Emma and Tamina are scheduled to return to in-ring action pretty soon. They haven't exactly said in what capacity, if they're going to be on either of the brands, or if they're going to be full-time or part-time, or when they're going to be returning or whatever, but it seems like they are going to be coming up pretty soon. 
Well, so, Emma did return over the weekend, didn't she? I she she, did, I saw photos. She, she was uh, a ref. She wasn't yeah, wrestling. Yeah, she was a ref. Was, yeah. So, so, I mean, that's a big step. So yeah, they actually that, had her in the ring. At the very least, that's a step in the right direction where they can trust her to do that physical stuff. Because mm-hmm. she had a pretty bad surgery, I think. So it's going to take a long, long while for her to actually get back into the ring and not have that ring rust and stuff. But Tamina... Was that uh, neck or shoulder? What was she? What was with Emma? Was it a yeah. back problem? Okay. Some kind of a back thing, I think. Mm-hmm. Probably uh, carrying Zack Ryder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where would you like to see them go? Because I could see arguments for either brands for Tamina, but I kind of think that Emma is only going to succeed on SmackDown. Yeah, I think Emma, probably SmackDown, and I would put Tamina on Raw. That's the one that makes the most sense to me, too. Although, mm-hmm. this is where it gets a little tricky. Do you put Tamina on Raw and kind of offset Nia Jax? Or do no. you put Tamina on SmackDown and make her the powerhouse of SmackDown? I don't think each brand necessarily needs a powerhouse. I would say maybe even have her be allies with Nia Jax. Have them just dominate because you have some big star power on Raw. So I think the two of them combined would kind of just rule over the rest of the the, uh, roster of the women's roster there. So I'd like to see that, how that worked, them together. Because you know they're going to have some kind of interaction because they they both are you know the the, uh, the larger size so having them team up and just steamroll over everybody else I think would be an interesting thing to see. Or you could do the opposite, have Tamina go in as a babyface and be the first person that actually kind of puts up a fight against her. Yeah, that would make sense too, but I don't know if I'd be as interested in that. See, I could see. A problem coming up, but it all depends a little bit on Paige. If Paige sticks around and they use her as a babyface, then I think Tamina should definitely go to Raw. If Paige is gone, then then I don't know. Then it's getting a little tricky because they need people on Raw, but they can't just afford to have like I think that Bailey and Sasha Banks are going to feud soon. I think that they're building towards that. I hope so. And if they do that, then we need another baby face to kind of fill in that spot. Then maybe Emma comes back as a baby face instead, which kind of sucks because then that's she's taken away from her boyfriend on SmackDown. But then again, Tamina has family ties to SmackDown. She's got Naomi. She's got the Usos. But Roman Reigns is on Raw. Nia Jax is on Raw. So Tamina can go pretty much either way. Emma, though... I'm really leaning towards her going to SmackDown. I think that whatever character change she wants to make, I'm not going to be quite sold on it until I really see that it works because I haven't really liked Emma all that much, but I think she's got more room to grow on SmackDown. I've liked her way more in her heel gimmick than her babyface gimmick she had prior to that. I still just don't like the uh, the glasses. The aviator glasses? Yeah, that's yeah, kind of weird. It throws me off. I don't know. Great body. Good wrestler. There's glasses, though. Not a fan. <laughs> oh, and her theme song. My God, they got to change their theme. Yeah, that is fucked up. I'll agree with that. Horrible. It's one of my least favorite themes that they have going on. And it's both versions of it, too. The old one was just, like, ear grating. And then the other, the newer one is ear grating for the beginning of it. And then just kind of, like, it reminds me of, like, a, a video that I'd be clicking on YouTube of, like, somebody trying really poorly to do a mashup. 
where it's just like they're mashing a keyboard or something like that. They're like that cat with the keyboard. That kind of <laughs> <laughs> Put the aviator glasses on the cat, make him play the keyboard. Maybe it'll end up being a better version of the song. Uh, I think that's it, though, for the past few days. We were recording this Tuesday afternoon, so you never know what's going to end up happening later on. But if anything huge happens, maybe we'll do a small package or something like that. But uh, those are the hot tags for you guys, everybody. Make sure you drop your comments below and tell us what you think about all these different topics and anything else that does happen. Then leave a comment about that as well. Maybe we'll try to respond or something like that. But we're going to wrap this up here for now. Kaylin, anything you want to toss out to the people? You want to unmute your mic? Oh, yeah. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) I just said some pretty profound shit there. But I was going to say, if you'd like to hear our predictions, we're going to be recording that soon for the next pay-per-view. So make sure you check that out. And you can follow me on Twitter at Kalen Ferris. Alrighty, guys, you should know the score by now, but if you don't already, then make sure you hit that subscribe button and hit that uh, like button as well. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter at SmartOutMoment. Keep checking SmartOutMoment.com for more things coming up your way because we got SmackDown tonight and predictions and all the other kind of stuff that's going to be happening over the next few days. So hopefully you guys will have fun checking that stuff out. I know I'll have a modicum of fun doing it. (laughs) So... Thank you all for checking this out, everybody. This has been another Smart Out Moment, and we're being counted out. 